Hey everybody, this is your girl Ballas, and I'm here with my partner. Water. Wait, I just did I say (laughs) I hate when we start over. Just go. (laughs) Just go. Wow. I forgot the intro. But anywho, we're here for another week. (laughs) No. They know what they're here for. Um, so it was pretty much um, how are you doing? Have you been? I'm good. I'm sensational, as always. Couldn't be better. It's going to be a phenomenal week. Um, I don't know. I just feel good about this week. You know, I feel like I'm going to be highly productive. Mm. I feel like everyone's going to be productive this week. I don't know why. I mean, I'm just excited. Maybe yourself. <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do because college football officially starts next week. I know there were some games this past weekend, but I wouldn't really consider those like games. Um, so next week, the bigger teams play, shall I say. So you feel like this week is going to be productive and phenomenal because college football is about to start next week? Yeah, it gets you excited. It gets the people going. Listen, this fairy tale life that you live, this world that's inside your head and your head only, I I don't even want to imagine that that circus that's going on in your head. I don't... No, no, no. The week is going to be phenomenal and productive because college football starts next week. All right. That's your world. I have to. I have to just. It actually starts Thursday. Yeah, nobody. The people. The yeah, it starts Thursday. But it's um, It's Saturday. <laughs> so we're 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 good on that. So I'm excited. And then uh, isn't this upcoming weekend or Labor Day? Yes, it is. It's a holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So then that means that I get off early Friday too. So of course it's <laughs> going to be a great weekend. Um, and you're off on Monday. I get off early half a day on Friday. I'm off on Monday, half a day on Friday. Like it, I feel like I may go to a party. <laughs> Everything is just aligning. Oh my gosh! I'll be at a party <laughs> this weekend. But no. Oh, are you taking a Tesla this weekend? I actually am driving the Tesla to Atlanta this weekend. Let's see how that goes. I'm so excited. Why are you excited? I know you. Because I want to see how it goes for you so that when I go, I can take it. It's like the test run. I understood. Mm-hmm. Are you just going to visit this weekend or is it actually like another event that you're attending? No, it's my brother's birthday, so I'm about to go uh, hang okay. out at the house. I'm about to have a party. You know. Oh, 
that must be the party that I was seeing in my revelation. <laughs> that, we, that you were supposed to be at? That's the one that you were supposed to be at? Yeah. Oh. That's, that's, uh, that's what I'm starting to think now. That's the one that I think I was supposed to be at. Okay. Well, so you know, when do right we leave Atlanta? Atlanta. <laughs> if you ride up to Atlanta, then you'll be there. <laughs> no, what time, what time are we leaving? We, I, I'm leaving on Friday. What time know. are we leaving? <laughs> well, like I work a half a day, so you like twelve ish. Like you think you can hold office a little bit? Oh, I'll still, I'll still be here at that time. <laughs> like, I, I got heads to do before I leave anyway, so I'll still be here at that time. Oh, perfect, perfect, <laughs> perfect. So that means that. I'll just make sure my bags are packed. So as soon as I get off, like I'll just fly right yep. to you. Don't want you to stop and pick me up. <laughs> so yeah, Lord, wouldn't want to inconvenience me. Of course, yeah, absolutely not. You're already doing enough driving as is. Um, so I want to make sure that the Tesla is on like high. What is it called? High battery power, um, so that we can get the most miles we can get. Um, before our pit stop, so okay. I have a question though. So if mm-hmm. you are like, if you turn your car off, your Tesla, and it's not in the charging port, does it lose any charge? You know, like with phones, like if you if you don't use it, and it's just off the charge, it loses okay. charge. Okay, it stays exactly how it is. Even when I'm at a stoplight, yeah. it stays exactly how it is until. You start driving again. Gotcha. Okay. Learn something new every day. What are we talking about? So, this week, this week, I wanted to talk about the uprise in violence in Black women um, from their spouses or partners. Um, I've been seeing in the news on social media, these things that's been shared. And I've seen that a number of different men, children's fathers and things of that nature um, have either one harmed the mother of their kids, their wife, their girlfriend, or ended up murdering them. Um, And I just want to get your take on why you feel like there is an uprise in this situation um, and why black women. I have, um, I'll say for me, I feel like um, there is an uprise because a lot of these men can't handle rejection. This is just how I feel. Of course, every situation that we've seen have been different. Um, But for me, I just feel like it's been a situation of rejection where either the woman has got a protective order against them. um, She's decided to leave or kick them out the home and and eventually trying to move forward with her life away from them. Um, and it's like a control mechanism where when they don't get what they want, now if I can't have you, no one can have you. And I feel like it's because we're seeing more and more men um, not being able to channel their emotions and not being able to um, be held accountable for their actions and just understanding that and letting the situation happen how it, it happens. 
So what are your thoughts? Um, one, I don't feel like there's an uprise. I feel like it's something okay. that has always been happening. We're just now mm-hmm. uh, hearing about it. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, we're really only hearing about it within our community. It's, it's, it's an uprise to us, but, you know, to uh, white America, they don't hear that much about our horrific crimes. So um, I mm-hmm. don't feel like it's an uprise. I just feel like it's always been happening. We're just now hearing every story because um, media likes to like over polarize certain things. I'm not saying that it's not an issue. It absolutely is an issue. But I feel like um, Mm -hmm. Black women have been being victimized and beaten and killed by spouses for as long as I know. I I don't know a time that it wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I do feel like um, that there is a responsibility on both parts that is not being addressed. So you have black men or men period who are not taking care of themselves um, psychologically. Um, We do this as a, as a culture, right? We don't seek help in therapy. So all of these like, Oh, they can't handle rejection or it's a, it's a form of control all of those things are things that could be addressed mm-hmm. if they would just get the help that's needed. Right. I feel like I'm constantly saying this. It, it's, it's never going to change. The answer for me will never change because it is just that important. And it it transcends over every social situation we have. And then at the same time, you also right. have women who are um, who have trauma also who have, mm-hmm. I hate to say daddy issues, but parental issues, because it could be mommy issues too. And they mm-hmm. end up staying in situations longer than needed to, in order to feel loved or to feel um, validation or whatever it is that they're seeking um, from this man. So you have two parties who are in a sense manipulating each other to receive mm-hmm. whatever, which is what a relationship really is, right? I get with you because I want to feel some sort of, I want something fulfilled and vice versa. Um, and usually the signs are there from the very beginning and we Absolutely. tend to overlook them because we want to fulfill whatever feeling. Um, mm-hmm. And then you get stuck in a situation. I mean, you're not forever stuck, but then you know, you're put in a situation where now you have to make a decision. And sometimes it's harder because you have children. Right. Um, and then you just, it's the fear of being lonely and being by ourselves again. But usually a lot of those signs are shown in the beginning. And so I'm not blaming right. the woman I for not leaving, but I just feel like there's a lot of steps that could be could be taken prior to it having to come to them being you know, killed or the kids killed or whatever is happening. Right. Yeah. And to your point, like I totally agree with you. Like I watch a lot of crime and I don't think it's anything new for me. I just feel like maybe there's uprise because now in society, this whole toxicity and wanting to have a toxic partner, it, it I feel like it's being normalized 
to where I'm seeing women now feel like if a man is not going crazy or popping up on me or vice versa, that's that he don't love you. He don't really care about you and all these different things. When those are unhealthy situations from the beginning to your point, like these are situations and things that have been happening for a long period of time. And you just overlook them as if it was okay. Or even maybe it was intriguing to yeah, the woman at the time. Um, until she get- yeah. a, lot of, a lot of people see that. And so for them, that's normal life. That's mm-hmm. normal. That's what they, that's all they have to gauge it by. You know, right. I didn't have that type of now, do you- name. Right. Do, I, do you feel like men prey on those type of women that they could have that kind of manipulation and control over um, where they can kind of get what they like, want and the women don't? Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you're good. Oh, um, I definitely feel like they know. I think everybody tries somebody like you test things out. You you know, if, like if I say something a little crazy, if I act a certain way, um. And based upon the person's reaction, I know how much further I can go. I know where I'm at. I know what I can get away with. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I think it's subconsciously they do it just because that's just the mannerisms of them. But there are times where I feel like it is like men who who like control and like, you know, to be able to tell a woman how, where, when, who they also do know the signs and who they can do that with. Right, right. Yeah, it makes it easier. Like, and now it's escalated to me. Like, the thing that hurts me the most, like, it hurt me the most to see young women and women in general be killed by black men, their partners or boyfriends or whoever. Um, But now it's starting to leak over and they're killing the children at the same time. And it's like the mental issue, like, you're holding one accountable in which. I don't feel like there's any accountability that need to result into murder, but now you're bringing innocent children that doesn't understand these adult problems. They don't know these adult problems. They are not even in the middle of these adult problems. Even Mm -hmm. if it's a custody battle, these children are just pawns. And now they're having a short lifespan because of one of the other's egos. That's what I feel yeah. like it ultimately becomes, it comes down to. And so it's like, what has transitioned to escalate to children? Because there used to be a time where before my time, or even at the beginning of my time, where women and children were off limits, right? That was when it came to murder, women and children were off limits. Even Correct. when they say you go to jail, if you hurt children or women, they'll do things to you in jail, Right. But now it's becoming a situation where men are not even caring about who they hurt because they're so damaged. When they're hurt emotionally or they're hurt by the situation, now they're holding everybody accountable. Yeah. Whether it's her, if her mother is there, she's she's probably going to end up, you know, going to glory soon by whoever is around. And I'm just trying to figure out where this breakdown come from. From us having the no innocent people are going to be harmed to now everybody can can get it. I mean, when you're talking about ego and trauma at those higher levels and unstable people, people with chemical imbalances, then anything is liable to happen. 
everybody can get it. And if you keep talking about these kids, we're going back and forth and, you know, you try to take the kids from him or hope like so that he can't see the kids. Whatever the situation is, the, the children is the easiest thing. That's the thing that makes you react the, the quickest right, right? as a mother. Right. If you're a mother, a real mother, that's going to make you react. So that's who I go for. Right. And I'm going to hurt you and I'm going to hurt the kids. Everybody got to go because y'all hurt me. And and then it's crazy because these are their kids as well. Mm -hmm. Like it's not just those that, you know, were prior to them in the situation. A lot of times what I'm saying is that a lot of these kids that are having a shorter lifespan, their fathers are the one that's killed them or at least attempting and was unsuccessful. Um, and then, I feel like it's somebody else's child. Yeah. And then I start to think, well, where was this father at? That but if you, you think see this situation was unstable Cause I mm-hmm. know she says stuff to you, and or I know your child has said things, mm-hmm. and you keep letting your child go back into this household. And at some well, point, you say, "I got to fight for my child." This is this he can't, he or she can't stay in here while you're with this person. Right. A lot of times, what I'm saying is that it hasn't even been like an abusive, quote unquote, relationship, at least not physically, for the kid to really see something to be able to tell. Now it may be more manipulative or maybe words, but they can't really put two and two together. Like maybe daddy yelled at mommy, but mommy was okay. Um, but it's just, I'm just trying to understand as to why does it, why has it now become the norm? Um, I feel like maybe these men are not being able to held accountable starting from a younger age. Whenever a woman rejects them, they don't know how to take take control of the situation anymore. So the ultimate control is to kill you. It's not it's not rejection. It's when you're trying when when anybody is trying to abandon me. It's not rejection. Men yeah. deal with men know how to deal with rejection their whole life. Like that's what they do. That's their whole like get up, right? They're they're they prey on women. They're they're the I hate to say it like it sounds really bad, but their whole plot in life is to capture, conquer, get the woman. It's not rejection, it's abandonment. I think they it's both of those. I think it's both of those because I've I see now too, like in New York, this happens more prevalent where Men, women are turning down men just walking on the street when they're trying Don't to get say in. It's on. more prevalent in New York. Don't put that well, on New York. That's where I've seen it at the most, where women are walking down the street to the bodega and these men are either shooting them no, or you slicing them. No, I'm not. This is this is what has been going on on CNN quite often. Yeah, so. there, was, there was one incident, yes, last there, year with a girl who got sliced. There's, been a, there's yeah. been a couple of them. Because I watch a lot of crime shows too, so they talk about these different situations. And so it's like, I feel, feel like it's a it's a mix between abandonment and rejection. Like you've been with this person your whole life. Y'all gotten through whatever toxic situations and the one, and now they're officially done and you can't have that back and forth. You used to, or you guys get into it, you leave for a day and you come back inside the home and you guys start over again. Now it's officially done. And it's like, why is she now 
rejected me from my family. If I can't have my family, no one can. It's abandonment. You're leaving me. You're trying to leave me. You're trying to take everything away from me because I've already been abandoned by other people, whether whoever that may be. It's abandonment. It goes right back to their childhood, which is why I say we have to address the fact that Black America does not want to get through their trauma. We have to do the work. If not, we you all just walking around here with toxic people. This shit going to pop off at any time. Everybody going to go crazy at some point. I guarantee you if there was one more year of quarantine, everybody in this motherfucker would have went batshit crazy. Right. Well, that's why I see, That's why I think a lot of it is in an uprise because of the quarantine situation. You're starting to see people for what they really are. But it's one thing to really to like live with somebody, but to have your life and coexist outside of them. But when you're forced to stay around somebody for almost a mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. you see a lot of their true colors, a lot of their true personality that you may mm-hmm. still be picking on bits and pieces of if you're out of quarantine. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's ever, this is not going to stop. There's nothing that is going to slow it down or whatever. And then when you have, you know, people have access to something like social media and then, you know, that's where they decide to show, they, you know, before they go kill them, they want to do videos and they want to post and do all this stuff. And it's like. No, I also feel means- I also feel like social media is is a is a good thing, right? Because I don't believe right. that I wake up today or I just got in an argument ten minutes ago and I'm deciding to go kill somebody. I don't believe that that's the first time I'm going on social media showing my anger or you know that where mm-hmm. I'm having a disagreement, whatever. That's not the first time it's been going on. So everybody who follows this individual, whether it's the female or the male, has sat through. And watch the entertainment. Right. Uh, said whatever they had to say behind it, message or or said had comments underneath their videos or or their their uh statuses, whatever, you know, that they post. But nobody is addressing the fact that this could escalate very fast. Correct. And so it's like everybody likes to see the drama, they like to see the entertainment, and then as soon as now this person goes and kills somebody. It's like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, but you sat there and you watched it, Bill. You literally watched every week's episode of them going back and forth. And right. I'm not saying that everybody is not trying to, you know, help right. the situation, but the majority of the people are sitting there being entertained. Right. And if they so it, it's like a it's social media is good because you can see the people who are going through something and you can address it, but a lot of times that's not that's not what's happening. And by exactly. the time we do try to address it, he done killed everybody in the house and himself. Right. And, and and I'm trying to figure out like if that is a ploy for them to wanna like if it's used for entertainment purposes, like for them to go live, because in a lot of situations they are going live before they do things, or are they doing this just to show everybody why they did it? So they can yeah. say that they see, had a reason. See me, see me. See me. Because this other person is not looking at me, right? This other person doesn't care yeah. about me. So I want everybody to know, here I am. This is why I'm doing it or whatever. And this is this is why the other person is wrong. It's, nev- it's never right. a reason why I'm going to... It's never 
what's making me do it. It's like, this is what this person did to me. Mm -hmm. This is why this person. So, oh, you guys think she's so great. This is all the things that she's done. She's keeping my kids from me. She did this. Whatever the case is to help to justify what they've already talked about. Right. So it's just to make this, it's to soothe their soul. It's not for anybody else. It's just to make them feel better about why they're doing whatever Mm -hmm. actions they're doing. Mm -hmm. Interesting. It's like them leaving a letter. It's it's literally their suicide note. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is why this has happened. Because she did these things. It's almost like the elementary syndrome where you're in school and one person takes your sheet of paper off your desk and then you turn around and hit them. And then a teacher catches you and you feel like, oh, I'm always in trouble when they started at first. Mm-hmm. So I got to make sure the class knows that I'm not this bad person. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really a good person, but mm-hmm. they just push me to this point. Mm-hmm. But in yeah. my eyes, I feel like they've oh, always, like, they've always passed doing. that point. Look at what <laughs> you're doing. <to> me. <laughs> it's not funny, but that's exactly how it is. Look at what you're doing to me. Yeah, look at what look you, at how you make this. me. Look how angry you make me. Look at you know, and it's like, <laughs> what? Right. You look you at what no- you make. You're making me kill you. You're making, you're making me, me kill you. I didn't. I didn't want to have to do this, but you're making me do this because of you trying to leave me or you not giving me what I want. And the scary thing about it is that you never truly know what is happening. Like maybe she's keeping the children away because he has these erratic episodes. Right. Maybe she's trying to leave because he's had an erratic episode before and she's trying to make sure she's in a safe space. And I've seen a a few of them. Like, I know everybody loves to say, and and you're supposed to go about doing things the correct way, right? You go to the Mm -hmm. court. You file a, um, an injunction. You have, you know, some sort of uh, restraining order or whatever. Restraining order. Right? Them don't give a damn about that paper. Let me just say that. They don't give a shit about that it's piece not, of paper. What am I supposed to do? To post on social what they going to do to me. Me holding this up at the front door is not talking about this is a restraining order. It's supposed to be 500 feet away. What is this paper going to do? And then in most times, like when they go and get a restraining order or whatever, you have to show evidence to even get that. So you kind of have to let them beat you the first time to get a restraining order. The problem with the restraining order is you that have to show proof. because you have to show proof, you end up waiting too long. By the time you're already trying to go get a restraining order, this man has already done something extreme that's now making right. you feel like I got to get a restraining right. order. And that you're so right. you're probably a good three or four incidents removed by that time. He is already crazy, he's he's already <laughs> clipped in his head, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so he's crazy. Like, crazy. It don't, right. It's that first time you which is which, like in the state of Florida, like I'm I know people hate it, but it's kind of a good thing where when a domestic violence situation happens, whether if the victim decides to drop uh, drop the charges, I don't know how it goes in other states. The state of Florida will continue to press charges. It's like I don't care. We don't care if you trying to drop charges. Right. 
But we've seen that this man physically abused you or whatever. So his ass need to go. Whether because you in love, you know what I'm saying? It's like that whole thing. You love him. We don't love him. Okay, we don't care nothing. He's not fucking us. He's fucking you. You stay over there, and we're still continuing continue to file these charges, which is very important. Because if not, you know how many right. times we be like, oh no, 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 because now he done said something to you, and now you or you feel scared. All of these situations. No, 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 mm-hmm. baby. Don't call in police if you don't think if you if you're not gonna follow through because regardless of the fact if there's enough to show proof, he's still going to jail. And they still filing charges. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what's needed in every state so that and the, crazy the thing woman is, doesn't have to make the decision that, because even even if the state does continue with the charges. Once they've already showed their behavior, they don't care about none of that stuff. They really don't anymore. It's the control thing. Like, can nothing keep me away from you? And that's why I partly feel like, you know, the justice system don't really protect women the way that they should. Mm-mm. You go to them and you show them evidence, right? Like you said, you're three or four incidents removed from them being, so they're at their, you know, they're really bad now in the head. Mm-hmm. Like they are sending you threatening text messages. They are calling you back to back. They are riding past your job, riding past your house, calling the job, asking if you're there. And still they're like, well, you got a restraining order. And they're going to call him and they're going to ask him, are you bothering her? Of course, I'm going to tell them I'm bothering her if I'm a killer. Duh, they're not going to say shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course they're going to say, no, I'm not bothering her. But that paper does not do anything. And even if they do get arrested for domestic violence or whatever the case may be, their bond is like, what, maybe $500? It's nothing extensive. And usually that just pisses them off. It it does depend on the situation. It depends on how extensive the situation is. Because I've seen people get into small altercations with their significant other and be in jail for a good minute. Mm-hmm. I've seen people do a lot and go to jail for less. So it all depends on where where you are, what the police feel, you know. And and I think they also look at like the frequency of coming to your house. There's a there's a lot of factors, but I feel like there's too many factors. There's mm-hmm. there's too many factors for y'all to determine. I should. But then you have false charges. There's just so much. It's such a blurry situation that it's like everybody's trying to protect themselves and the person who mostly have to get protected is not being protected. Exactly. Yep. I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like if someone feels like their life is in danger, they should be granted a restraining order from the very beginning. No matter if there is no proof, just give them restraining order and y'all investigate afterwards. But at least you've done protocol and you've set some boundaries while we investigate the severity of the situation. Right, because but it doesn't tell me, well, you don't have, have a restraining order. That means he just can't be around me. Right. It doesn't it doesn't affect exactly. the person's life. The person still gets to go to work like they normally do. They I mean, unless you guys live together, of course, mm-hmm. then you would have to separate. But everything stays the same for them. It does not alter their life. Now both right. of you can't go to Nothing the same changes. Starbucks. Go to the other Starbucks. 
You can't go to the same club that you normally do. Go to another one. <laughs> That's it. Right. Which is nothing really extensive that's going to hurt them in any way. But that whole show and proof thing, like, uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like it just is too many steps that we have to take as women, black women, that is, to try to get protection. And by the time we do get the little bit of the paper, like I say, I don't believe that paper is any type of protection because what am I going to do? By the time I call 911, by the time you guys get here, I could be dead. If they want to get to me, they can get to me because that piece of paper is not going to stop shit. Mm -hmm. And if he kills me, you guys get him afterwards. That still doesn't really mean anything because he knows what he did. Mm -hmm. I think if anything, I'm just trying to preserve my life at this time. Yeah, he may go to jail for life, but I'm still not here. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a lot of, um, unprotection. So I, I, I wish that, you know, more spouses and partners would protect their partner, the black women, like we protect them. Because let's be honest, when men get in some shit, who's usually the first one that they call to bail them out? Who's the person that's there right when I'm going to every court date, when they get into some shit, when they lose mm-hmm. their job, who's there to pick them up and help them with their resume? It's always mm-hmm. us that's helping and trying to uplift them, but it's almost like the same thing is not reciprocated. It may be that women also need to have a community of men that they trust. Because Mm -hmm. I know if anybody even try to try to sum me, try to buck at me, and I call any one of the men on my uh, contact (laughs) list, Immediately, I don't. I don't even have. They they won't even question what happened. I'll be like, "Yo, I need you," <laughs> and they already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I always wonder, like, do these women not have any men in their life who can? Because that those are the the men who get away with a lot when they know you don't have strong men around you. Yeah. Because they know you have a brother or two brothers and or a daddy or uncles or cousins. They they not doing that. They're they're not they may try. Yeah, so you know what you know what usually happens? Like they'll come over to the rescue like once or twice, but when they see that she continues to go back and try to work on things, they'd be like, Oh well, I ain't finna go back and get in the middle of that. She's gonna go back to him anyway. And so, as we stated before, the situations are progressively getting worse. The the words are getting worse to want, towards one another. The abuse or whatever is getting worse. The threats are getting worse each and every time. And so they're to the point where they've tapped out because she keeps trying to make it work, but the violence is increasing each time. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess you can say that part of the reason that some of these, most of these, if not all of them are in these situations, is that they keep going back. So it's almost like the boy who cried wolf. You keep crying, but you keep doing the same thing. And then when you really need if people that cry to be heard. Um, physical abuse and what emotional abuse, mental abuse does to people, then you would understand why mm-hmm. it's a constant back and forth. Right. 
It's right. because they don't understand. Like it's not, it isn't that easy for everybody just to leave after one time. And especially if there's Absolutely. kids involved. You know, most of the time mm-hmm. they he has already dumbed her down to the point where she feels like she needs him, that she can't survive without him. A lot of times they don't have additional income. His name is on mm-hmm. the lease. The car is in his name or whatever. It's just they have, right. con- he has control over her. Right. So if you understand that, then you'll get why, okay, this is going to be a back and forth because she is going to keep going back. He is going to try right. to manipulate and ask to come see the kids. And now he done bought her flowers when he done saw the kids. So now she thinking about getting back with him. You know, it's like little right. shit like that. But I mean, not everybody's going to be fully invested in your relationship either to care to to stay around that long to keep protecting you. But I mean, I, I don't yeah. know. Like I said, this is not going to, it's and not going to get better at any point. And I will say for my sake, like this is just my personal opinion. I hate when other men don't hold their friends accountable. Like, you know, if your friend is a, he's an abusive man, why are you allowing it and saying, oh, that ain't none of my business. That's between him and his girl. No, I feel like you owe or due diligence to society and women in general. Cause you know, if you had a daughter, you wouldn't want a man putting his hands on her. Why can't you hold him to a certain standard and let him know that he's wrong for the way he's reacting? Why can't you, you direct him to get some help? You feel comfortable rocking with somebody who do that. Yeah, Ow. you shouldn't feel like, hey, bro, you, yeah, you shouldn't be, when he asked to come crash at your house because him and her done got into it and he done did whatever, that's the time that I feel like friends need to be conversing with their bros or whatever and saying, you know what, let's mm-hmm. have a, a man-to-man, heart-to-heart. Because one thing that men do, they like to respect each other. So if you're surrounded by men, that's going to hold you accountable. It's only two things that's going to happen. Either one, they're going to stop fucking with all y'all, which most times they won't. Or two, they're going to they gonna progress. They're going to get away from that shit because they're going to be the oddball. Right. They're going to be the one that's into beating or manipulating women where everybody else is on something totally different. Right. But a lot of times now, you don't have enough men upholding their friends to these certain standards. They're just too busy turning a blind eye. Right. And then they'll still go hang with them. And then, and then like, when she comes around. The, the men who. A man who. I know there's no difference. And I know I'm not mm-hmm. justifying either one. But a man who hits somebody when they drunk. Okay. You could. Slightly blame it on the fact that he gets he has an alcohol problem <laughs> and he gets physical when he has you know so we need to address the alcohol problem and then make mm-hmm. but a man who is good and sober on a Tuesday at three o'clock who want to beat your ass that's a problem <laughs> that is something you can't fix it's that there's problem. no loving that you can do there's no extra catering to him there ain't shit you can do. For a nigga who is in his right mind mm-hmm. at two o'clock beating your ass. What now what, Johnny what gets drunk on a brain. Friday night? Okay. I mean not, it's not okay. But at least you know he went to the club. He it's got not drunk. okay. <laughs> I agree totally. It's it's mm-hmm. so many different factors, but I you I mean ultimately I feel like 
their friends are the first steps to helping this recovery. You are what you hang around. If you turn mm-hmm. a blind eye to it, then how can you call her your sister or whatever when they come to the cookout as a family and you're in her face to my hey sis, how my niece or nephew? But she getting her ass beat when y'all leave when they leave the cookout and, and you okay and you know your girlfriend you. or your wife is telling you you know your brother you know your friend is wrong for beating that girl. You know she right. need to leave. Right. You know she needs a place of that, that, that girlfriend that's gonna be like, he can't come here, he beat on her. I don't need nothing to happen. <laughs> no, because if he get mad and he hit now, I'm gonna have to beat his ass, and now it's gonna be a whole situation. So he can't come here. <laughs> no, unfortunately they cannot come. Mm-mm. So can she come or neither one of them oh, can come? Absolutely, she can come. She's always invited. Her and the kids. <laughs> but then I, I, again, we know she can't leave without him because you know he gonna beat her ass if she leaves. Right. So that's why it's like if she comes, if you invite her to the cookout, she has to be able to stay, stay the night at least, maybe a couple nights. You gotta listen because you know it's gonna get hectic. So now it's like. <laughs> Not in my house. No. <laughs> no. That's why it starts with the friends. The friends have to hold them accountable. Like you, you, you can't. I find it very hard to believe that these guys say that they don't know that their friends are or whoever they associate with are beating their partners yeah, or threatening their partners. They've they've seen him hit a girl before or get a girl. His mama has seen him do it. And that's initially where it starts from. That's initially where it starts from because mommy hasn't held them accountable as a young man. So they can't do any wrong. So when they do something, like you said, when they go live, they're justifying that someone made them do this because they're not being held accountable. Their friends are turning a blind eye. Nobody's holding them accountable. So when they hit someone or when they threaten someone, it's always you are making me act out of character. You're making me be this way towards you. You know I love you, but you keep pushing me. And that's what ultimately what it. leads to. <laughs> that's what's going that's what's gonna get pushed. I wonder what the the <laughs> I wonder what the sentencing is for a woman who has repeatedly called the police, has had a restraining order. Or who has a restraining order and has done everything that she could do and accidentally kills the man. Now, I'll be honest. Purposefully, defensively kills him. I'll be honest. I watch a lot of crime shows and when these situations come come about, there, there are two things that they look at. They're always looking to think that the woman is doing it out of spite. So how she murdered him is one, which, which is wild to me. Cause if someone has been beating my ass for the longest or been threatening me and you come at me or you like in my house, you, you breaking and entering, I'm shooting. I'm trying to kill you at that point. And I'm not just shooting one time. I may empty the clip. So what I've seen in certain situations where if a woman's in the clip, they see it as, Oh, well, he wasn't a threat after the first shot. So it was overkill. So they still give her time. When I'm like, 
she's been beat repeatedly. She's done everything she needed to do. He would not stop. So if I'm a battered woman, I want it to end. I'm not mm-hmm. sure one shot in the shoulder is going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then when you have those situations where she shoot him one time, he stays alive. He does a maybe a year in jail, maybe some months. He gets out and he ends up killing her. So it, it's it, I, I hate how they try to poke holes in the woman's situation because it's like they try to make it seem like it was a fit of rage for a woman to end up killing a man because a man's supposed to be right, going yeah, down. Yeah, so anytime like a woman Make yeah, so we got we got to shoot him so he survives. Yeah, yeah. Make it yeah. so that they can arrest him and show that he was actually breaking and entering and trying to hurt me. Once again, right. that goes back to the whole restraining order. Why do we have to show proof? I feel like it should be the same as if it's someone coming and trying to break and enter inside my home. We have to show proof because so there's so many people who have lied. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. if if you but, don't. But, proof that it means anybody can come on. I can go to the police, walk into a police station right now and said Ariel attacked me. I feel fearful for my life. It sh- it can't be that easy. Right. But then it shouldn't And I be- feel like in that situation I feel like if that is what the allegations are, they give you a restraining order against me and they investigate. I feel like that's what the restraining order is to keep you guys away from each other while we get to the bottom of this. That's what I feel like that should be for. But then you would have to have enough, you know, because then they're going to be like, oh, our caseload is so high in order to investigate. What's the investigation? By the time we investigate, he done manipulated and told her whatever he needed to tell her, you know, to get back in mm-hmm. the house. And now, okay, we'll throw this out. So we, it's not like every time you have an altercation or something, right. you got to go to the police and, and have them investigate. It's a lot. Right. It is. It's a, it's a very toxic situation and it just sucks. It has to be like that, especially if it's a married couple. Those are the ones I feel are more trapped than anybody because you have so many things going on. And even if there were prior situations, you took those vows for better or for worse. So when is the time for you to actually leave? <laughs> Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I'm just I'm, I'm just saying a lot of them they end up staying and trying to work it out because they're like he didn't really mean it this time or maybe I they're trying to rationalize because this is not the man that they married. Excuse me, he was and so they see it as you know I can't leave I'm not calling the police. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> How many situations you know? That the person wasn't abusing in some sort of way, maybe not physical, but wasn't being abusive, manipulative mm-hmm. in some kind of way, for better or worse, my ass. Not when you created the worst. <laughs> no. Nope. So you leave it on the first hit? I'm leaving on the first, <laughs> on the first flinch. The first we talking and you boiling up your fist. What what's that cartoon? What's that cartoon? Um, is that Hey Arthur or something? I don't hey know. What, is that the one where the little boy has his, his fist clenched? Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, your mother, your mother would have <laughs> knocked your whole head off if you did that while she was talking. You think I'm gonna let a man stand in front of me and do that? <laughs> Fuck. I know this sounds, I know this sounds crazy, right? Because people are like, oh, everybody would say that you don't know what you would do in that situation. No, I know what I would do. I've, I've had niggas talk to me aggressively, and I'd be like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, and you I, never came back. Bye. I don't, I don't care. We in an argument? Why are you talking so loud? Why are you so aggressive? Because that aggression to me. Can can escalate <laughs> very fast. Yes, <laughs> that type of aggression can escalate very fast, and I know what happens with stuff like that. I've seen girls get their shit knocked off real easy from niggas who started talking loud. <laughs> and if you think that that's where this is going with me, nah, it's better <laughs> off I think you because if I have to make a phone call. You're not gonna like it. <laughs> and now I'm licensed to carry. Shit. Talk nice to me. Okay. So nice to me. <laughs> the the real meaning of talk nice to me. <laughs> yeah. But you but once again, I never grew up in a household. That that is not a culture in my family of women being beaten. That's not something I saw. That's not right. something I knowing. You know, it's not until I got older where my mom would tell me like, "Oh yeah, Miss So and So. You remember Miss So and So? Her husband used to be her. Oh really? I never knew that. Where was I? That was not something that they had kept around. You know, they kept it away from us. So right. I never saw yeah. that with my father. I never saw my father talk to my mother crazy or get loud with her or anything. I never saw it. With any of my aunts and uncles, and I, I remember the one time my grandfather looked like he was going to talk to my grandmother crazy in front of me, and I saw her put him right back in his place. So, I that's why to me it's very foreign. So even you start talking right. heavy, it's going to be a problem. Just see, <laughs> just see. <saying. laughs> And if I see, and that's why I don't do well when I see it with other women. Because if I start seeing you talking heavy to somebody, to a woman, now I, I feel like I got to defend her ass. Yeah, because it's, it's the care. And then it's like, mm-hmm. and then they turn around, they be like, I beat you too, like Debo. And now it's like, yeah, everybody better get active. Everybody yeah. gets active now. Yeah. Like I, but that's I had that comfortability where they had. I had a college roommate who was getting her ass beat in our in our apartment, and I would have to pull this man off of her, and then the turn around. Of course, he was telling her that I was trying to get get with him while she wasn't at home and all this shit. So of course, her I don't want to say her dumb ass, but you know her vulnerable, naive self. <laughs> <laughs> believe that I wanted this man. <laughs> and unfortunately, you know, I, I mean I left I left the apartment because it was that bad. It was I could not, I couldn't deal. And a few months later, he beat her so bad he put her in a coma. Her mother had to reach out to me to tell me she's in the hospital, she's in a coma. He beat her that bad. 
it, and the signs were there. I mean, I told she knew. She knew she was getting her ass beat. Her sisters knew. I would tell everybody knew. I was going to say, like, how did she had to have known this was a thing because he was beating her ass? Like, everybody she thought that him. you wanted him to get your ass beat too. She thought that you thought that was so exciting to get your, her ass beat that you wanted to be a part of it. You know, you're young and you're dumb and you're in love and you think that this is my man and she trying to get at him and whatever the case is. But everybody around knew, and yeah, that's I, could, I physically couldn't do anything. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Mark, she's trying to get my ass whooped. Ass whooped <laughs> only for me. You can, right, you can have it. <laughs> I mean, luckily she did not die, and she came out of a coma like two weeks later. And you know, they found him, and he he turned out to be a whole fraud. He wasn't who he said he was. He was he had stole somebody's identity. It was a whole thing. He had gotten out of jail prior to. Um, his charge was attempted murder on his girlfriend. This was a pattern for him. Two months after he left jail right. for attempted murder on his girlfriend, he meets her. And he had no problem repeating the cycle. So, yeah. Right. Because no one's no one stopped me. No one's held me accountable. I've gotten away with it. I'm going to get away with it again. And then mm-hmm. it, it takes a situation that's so severe for them to really put him away. Because he shouldn't have been out the first time with attempted murder. Right. Because I think he had only got... But then you, you go and do it again and she damn near... <laughs> right. No, for me, attempted murder is murder. If it's not self-defense, that's almost the same as murder to me. Because if you can try to kill somebody once, you definitely can try to kill somebody else again. Like, right, you may just I, not I have feel like that has to be taken more severely. <laughs> right, but you were definitely aiming for the head. Right. It, that's how I see it. It means that you want to murder without, I guess, what is the word I want to use? Murder without repercussion, I guess? Murder I without, know. I don't know what the fuck it's called. You, you just want to murder some damn body. And then it yes. takes for him to damn near murder someone else. For them to say, oh, we need to put him back in jail. Yes. Well, obviously, the little time you did give him, it didn't make him think anymore. Right. So, I don't know. I, I just feel like I, it, it becomes more and more depressing between the rise in suicide amongst African Americans to now um, women being killed by their partners and being on live, being on TV seeing all these children have uh, both of their parents gone, either one by death and one in jail, it's just becoming a lot. And I don't know if I should be blaming social media because it's what helps us see it all or if I should be glad that it's bringing awareness to it. So it's a catch-22 for me. It's a gift and a curse. That was heavy. So where can they follow us? Yes, everyone. <laughs> so, you guys, if you have an Apple iPhone, iPad, or MacBook, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Amazon Podcasts. Tell a friend to tell a friend. If you like to collab in any way, you can email us at balanceandwater at gmail.com or balanceandwater at yahoo.com. 
Um, both of our personal pages will be down below in the description as well as our personal Instagram pages. Um, so you have anything else you want to tell to the people? Keep your hands off people. How about that? (laughs) Yes. Keep your hands off people. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Right.